You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to it. So we've got a ton of stuff to get to, and uh, I don't know if you remember this, about a week ago, the uh, the U.S. Senate was going to try to pass what they called an immigration bill. And what it was was $20 billion to uh, codify and make permanent the invasion we have at the southern border. And uh, the American people shrieked and screamed and stomped up and down, and they trashed that thing. Even old uh, Mitch McConnell said, burr, 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 burr. now we got to get rid of it. So you know what they did? They just took the border part of it out. And they made it $95 billion of a slush fund to a whole bunch of people. And uh, meanwhile, the American people are sorry. That was their answer. That was their answer to our consternation was to double down of it and even take mention of the border completely out of it. And Mitt Romney says this is the most important piece of legislation the Senate will ever pass. Oh, boy. I got to tell you guys, they don't get it, do they? They really don't get it at all. Do they need to see the burning pitchforks outside? I mean, honestly, I'm not saying that we do. Figuratively, I'm talking about, of course. But, I mean, I, 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 they don't get it, do they? They don't get it. Or they just don't care. <sighs> I had to take a deep breath when I saw that this morning. And we will get to all of that as the show progresses. I do want to mention something that's a little bit different. Did you realize that the Super Bowl broadcast that was Sunday night was the most watched broadcast since the lunar landing? Did, did you know that? And it wasn't because of Taylor Swift. I know that sounds as a big surprise, and it's going to disappoint a lot of people that it isn't Taylor Swift that everybody was looking for, although many tweens and teenagers and elementary school kids were and maybe some uh, infantilized adults. <clears throat> But uh, but apparently uh, this was the, uh, the the most watched Super Bowl of all time. 123 million viewers. Yeah. Even though Taylor Swift was only shown for 54 seconds each time, about a half a second, which required uh, the guzzling of an alcoholic beverage. Because that's what happens when you see Taylor Swift on a TNV. You got to take a drink. Or if you're a kid, take a sip out of the juice box. Whatever. But here it is. So the Apollo 11 moon landing, January, July 20th, 1969, had the most watch, uh, most viewed program of all time. Number two is uh, the Super Bowl on Sunday. All right? So that's pretty good. Number three, you're thinking, oh, my God, that's got to be American Idol or something. It's got to be Sunday. No, it was, it was last year's Super Bowl. So, yeah, so uh, uh, Lunar Landing, number one, Super Bowl Sunday, number two. Number three, without Taylor Swift, was last year's Super Bowl. So uh, while Taylor Swift did a, a nice bump, don't get me wrong, and I, you know, I'm down with her giving a nice bump because, you know, whatever. But uh, I would say maybe her, her presence might have increased the viewership, but last year's was the third viewest, biggest viewing program in the history of television. So there you go. There you go. Uh, my son sent me this this morning. It's pretty funny. Uh, he said he would much rather have watched the uh, Nickelodeon coverage of the Super Bowl than listen to Tony Romo. A lot of people don't like Tony Romo. I, I think Tony Romo's a pretty funny guy. I don't particularly dislike him on television. I don't find, The only thing I have a problem with is when he starts drawing on the screen before the damn play is played. All right? I don't need a decision on to what needs to be done and how Tony would run the play before the play. All right, just let him play. You can do the John Madden draw on the screen after the play if you must, but don't be doing it before the play. 
So my son said he would rather listen to this. And, and when I actually hear uh, Nickelodeon's uh, treatment of, of, of the Super Bowl, I'm thinking it's maybe not such a bad thing. Here's Dora the Explorer, for instance, uh, explaining an offsides penalty. If I can get it to play, hold on one second. Dora the, Dora the Explorer was on Nickelodeon. Here we go. All right, that's someone's not going to play. There's another one down here of Dora the Explorer. Uh, here, here she is, providing my computer work, uh, explaining holding. Holding is the illegal grabbing of a player who is not in possession of the football in order to gain an advantage. Both offensive or defensive players can be called for holding. Say it with us. Players Hold. no holding. holding yeah. Players no holding. Players no I'm not sure if the uh, if the uh, Nickelodeon uh, simulcast is for parents with one, young children. I'm not so sure if it's maybe for Gen Zers who grew up watching SpongeBob and Nora and all that, or if we're just that infantilized as a culture that we need an alternative channel. <laughs> That <laughs> we can watch it where we can, you know, watch the game like little children. It, it, it's pretty funny. And I, and I was also noticing uh, another thing on, on the Super Bowl. You ever notice that all the candy commercials now are just for adults? Even when it's like nerds clusters, which, I mean, honestly, what adult sits and eats nerd clusters? What the hell is wrong with you if you eat nerds clusters and you're like 30 and living by yourself? Really? Yeah, you might want to get uh, you might want to get that looked at. <laughs> it's kind of a, oh 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 and this and this. You know, Joe Biden, his big uh, he didn't want to have an interview before the Super Bowl because his brain is completely broken. He's fried, right? There's no replacing the battery. It's over, right? Uh, and so he got on there talking about shrinkflation and about how all the products have gotten small because he's caused all the prices to go up so much, and the companies uh, need to make the amount of money they did before, and the stuff costs more, so they're making the packages smaller. That's what happens when government does stupid. Cr- Crap, like spends too much of your money, prints too much of your money, uh, among other things, uh, you know, uh, plays around with uh, with uh, interest rates because it's the only tool they have to uh, to fight inflation, which, by the way, is back up again this month. But here is a little uh, montage of uh, of Joe Biden's uh, criticism of shrinkflation during the Super Bowl uh, juxtaposed with reality. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. Bag of chips is fewer chips. They're still charging it just as much. It's still a bumpy road to cooling inflation. Roughly 72% of respondents said groceries are where they feel most affected by inflation. Yeah, but I'll bet the grocery prices are great in Ukraine. Those remain really sticky. They rose by 12%, highest uh, number in over four decades. They rose by another 5% last year. What makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, <laughs> not in price. Rent was up 6.2% last year. Oh, yeah. Auto insurance skyrocketed 20%. Oh, that too. And dining out jumped 5.2%. The majority right of people that are coming in today have way more credit card debt than they did four or five years ago. Shoppers we spoke with today are feeling the financial pinch. Marquia Brown says she just spent $357 on two weeks of groceries for herself at Target, and all of a sudden it's $400 a month. Wow. Give me a break. American public is tired of being played for suckers. Oh, we are. I mean, yeah, we are. I think we're just beyond uh, getting pissed about this whole thing. And that the uh, Senate would, after we screamed at them, do not pass this. We know it's not a border bill. We know it's just going to codify the illegality that's already happening, the abuse and usurpations. It's just going to cook them into the books. For you and me. That's what they did. That's what they, and then what they did is they said, oh, no, you're right. There's no support for this. There's no support for this. So let's just craft it without border altogether. 
Let's just make it a giant slush fund for everything. And by the way, let's also make it so if and when, when Donald Trump becomes the president again, if he tries to uh, get rid of the support of Ukraine, we can impeach him. I know, I know. So this bill codifies the war in Ukraine forever. Yeah, that's how badly they screwed us over. We didn't even get wine. We didn't even get a lubricant. We, we had nothing. We got no dinner. We got nothing. We're getting nothing. We are literally legislating for other countries. They don't give a crap about us. All we're doing is getting the bill. It's like, oh, you know, you're going out to dinner, and, and they just invite the Ukraine in, and, and they say, now you got to stay outside, and then when Ukraine has done stuff in their face, then you get the bill for it. How's that sound to you? Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of crap. It really is. It's just a, it's a, it's a giant steaming pile of crap. And they're feeding it up to here's the, here they go again. They make a mess and they rub your face in it. Uh, honestly, I, I've never, I've never. Oh, um, I mean, I'm trying to look at a, a rating of tone deafness by those in charge, and there's been so much of it the last few decades. But this one is like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you you're kidding, right? You you seriously passed this, and, and 27 Republicans got on board with it. I mean, are you are you kidding me? What what are you what are you trying to do? What would give you this this hubris to do something like this and, and think you could get away with it and think we'd be fine with it? My God, here's Rand Paul yesterday. Open the champagne, pop the cork. The Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. They've got $60 billion they're bringing. That's $60,000 million. I don't know if it'll be cash in pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money to do anything about our border. No, no, no. We're being invaded. Yeah, we are. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month. Yeah, that's twice the record, which was set in December. And all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. Wow. I mean, that is just something else, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, holy hell. This is uh, uh, Brett Weinstein. He did an interview with Tucker Carlson, and I I want you to listen to what he had to say. I I was listening to this last night, and um, and this, this gave me hope. All right? Because, you know, on days like this, you wake up and you're like, dear God, what the hell? Really? They're going to do this to us? Really? And then I, then I heard Brett Weinstein talking about what the, the swamp and what the left has done to the most powerful people, the most knowledgeable, the most learned, the most involved, the most patriotic people in the country. That's us. Listen to this. We greatly outnumber those we are pitted against. They are ferociously powerful, but I would also point out this interesting error. So I call the force that we're up against Goliath. Oh yeah, big time. I remember what the battle is. Goliath made a terrible mistake, and it made it most egregiously during COVID, which is it took all of the competent people. Yeah. Took all of the courageous. Yeah. And it shoved them out of the institutions where they were hanging on. And it created, in so doing, the dream team. 
created every player you could possibly want on your team to yeah. fight some historic battle against a terrible evil. Like Einstein all of those people are now at least somewhat awake. They've now been picked on by the same enemy. And yeah, all right, we're outgunned. It has a tremendous amount of power, but but we've got all of the people who know how to think. So I hate to say it, or maybe I like to say it, but I don't think it's a slam dunk, but I like our odds. Absolutely. And who else did that in, in time? This massive socialist movement that pushed out all of the, the brightest and the, and the most talented uh, because they uh, wanted to silence them and wanted to hate them and, and wanted them gone. That would be the Third Reich. What? What? Yeah, think about it. Think about why we got the atom bomb. It's real similar when you look at a socialist movement and getting rid of uh, the people who disagree with them. You end up getting rid of the, the biggest and best that you have, the biggest possible allies you could have because you disagree with their political views or you want them silenced. Yeah, I really mean that. And, and they're going to rue the day. I think they already are. They just don't know it yet. Yeah, this is uh, something I found on the interweb this morning uh, that I think encapsulates how I feel right about now. Says I'm mentally fine. It's like don't gaslight us. Yeah. Uh, the economy yeah. is just fine. Don't gaslight us. Mayorkas says the border is secure. Don't gaslight us. I mean, they've been doing this from day one, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is a fundamental problem in politics. Once you disconnect from the electorate and you're living in some sort of false reality, cue la la land. That's it. You're done. You're toast. Yeah, this is where I came up with the expression, uh, don't catch the stupid. They think we're stupid, but we're not. All of the things you just mentioned, I said, well, of course I don't believe those things because I'm not stupid. And we aren't. And yet they, they, they pull the same crap like they're doing with this, this bill coming out of the Senate, to which we need to say not only no, but bleep the bleepity bleepity bleep, bleepity bleepity bleep, bleep and bleep, bleep, no. How's that sound? Now, coming up, I've got some audio from uh, what's going on in Capitol Hill. We're going to talk a little bit about Joe Biden's brain being completely gone, and everybody knows it. And, of course, your phone calls. Here is the number. It's 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. Wow. You thought that uh, Mitt Romney was a sellout before. That he would say this is the most important vote you could take as a senator is uh, beyond the pale. I mean, really beyond the pale. To say that a slush fund that completely took out border security, which is what you and I want, a slush fund for a bunch of people overseas is more important than anything they could ever pass, even though you're begging them to close the damned border, shows you how little they care about you. The elites in Washington, D.C., it has never been clear. I told you this. We have a bourgeois. We have a proletariat. We feast on the crumbs. They feast on foie gras. And now we have a Bastille in Washington, D.C. This won't end well for those in power. It will end peacefully. There will be a Berlin Wall moment. But their days are so beyond numbered, it ain't even funny. Not even funny. Funny. This whole thing 
is uh, just a giant slap in the face to you and me. They make a mess. They rub your nose in it. And then, on a, just think about it. Last week, they, they were going to codify the border. They were going to codify an open border. What, the, the, what, what we're going through right now, they're going to make it permanent. And so we, we pitched a fit, and they took that out of the bill and just made it into a giant slush fund. I mean, my God. What about you? What about you when you go to the grocery store? Every time I go to Walmart, just to cover the bottom of the cart, not fill the cart, bottom of the cart, buck 20, buck 50. Unbelievable how tone deaf these people are. I swear. Former President Donald Trump is the uh, America's most respected leader by a 20-point margin over second place Joe Biden. Well, how's that possible? He can't win the general. Everybody's tired of Joe Biden and Donald Trump. No, they're not. Rasmussen reports, 749 likely voters. A very simple question. Which of the following do you respect most as a leader? Who? Who? Donald Trump won by a plurality of 41%. His fraudulency, Joe Biden, I'm reading from Breitbart, came in second with 21. Barry uh, Obama came in third with 17. Fourth was between Bernie Sanders, who earned 5%, and Nikki Haley at 5%. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny, right? Kind of funny how that goes. <sighs> oh, and, and Donald Trump got a lot of heat, by the way, for uh, saying that NATO needed to pay their way. And there are a lot of people trying to blow up his comments at a speech in South Carolina over the weekend that says that he is begging Russia to just destroy NATO stations who don't pay their bills. Well, that's not true. Here's what the president said, and this is why... This is why this poll about uh, most respected leader by a 20-point margin makes complete sense. We call the loan and we say we want our money because we give money and then they go to another side. As an example, let's say we give all this money. We were already into Ukraine for over $200 billion. And That's $200,000 million. They could make a deal with Russia yeah. in the next three weeks and all of a sudden they don't want to deal with us anymore. We've given hundreds of billions of dollars. And why are we at over $200 billion? And the European nations are, if you add them up, it's a very similar sized economy. They're $25 billion. Oh, so we're weird. 200 plus. Weird. And it affects them much more. We have a thing called an ocean between us, right? Oh, yeah, it affects exactly. them much more. Pacific, I think. No, but the we're Atlantic. 200. Yeah, yes, the they're 250. I did the same thing with NATO. <laughs> I got them to pay up. NATO was busted until I came along. I said, everybody's going to pay. They said, well, if we don't pay, are you still going to protect us? I said, absolutely not. They couldn't believe the answer. What? What? I came in, I made a speech, and I said, you got to pay up. They asked me that question. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. The, here's the media's reaction. You know, it, it's almost unbelievable. It's an insanity to say that because that is the existential crisis that the world faces right now. He's telling us that. Here he's telling us he's going to encourage. We can't be your Superman anymore. We can't be your Superman anymore. Vladimir Putin, a former Russian, a Soviet enemy. Now, the Times of London is saying that what Donald Trump said was a necessary wake-up call to NATO, that we can't just rely on the United States. So all of those people are wrong, and Donald Trump was right. Your phone calls and much more coming up, 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show.
Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States Senators. Yeah, you know, that's what uh, Mitt Romney says. That's the most important thing in your life as you struggle to feed your family, as you struggle to be able to drive a car, as you struggle to go to Walmart. You can't afford Walmart. You have to go to Dollar General as you struggle to work two or three jobs where one job used to take care of it. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny that Mitt Romney says the most important thing we can do is send money to other countries? It's kind of funny. No, it's not. It's terrible. So uh, $60 billion to Ukraine. But listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, it provides uh, $9.15 billion to humanitarian assistance to civilians in Gaza and the West Bank. Remember when uh, uh, the, the, uh, the Hamas killed all those... Uh, Jews on October the 7th and raped and murdered them and, and killed their babies and everything. Remember that? Remember that? And, and Joe Biden's response to the administration was, oh, we got to get $100 million for the people in Gaza. That's what he said. And, and then Corinne Jean-Pierre said, we got to stop all this anti-Islam violence around the country. Well, no, that didn't increase. What did was uh, anti-Jewish, uh, 1,300% nationwide. It caused the firing of two university professors, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so now they just want to give $9.15 billion to uh, Gaza, the West Bank, Ukraine, and other conflict zones around the, uh, around the, uh, the, the globe. Mike Johnson cast out on the passage in the House calling it insufficient. No, no, no. No, no, no. Insufficient without border security measures? No, no, no. Unacceptable. Unpassable. Kill it. Kill it now. For your own political future, I, I guarantee you, if you want to save your political future, Mike Johnson, kill this bill now. That's it. Here's Rand Paul. You know, I would say it's criminal neglect for Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, and Joe Biden to get together to send $100 billion overseas to fix someone else's border before addressing our border. We have an emergency. We have an invasion. Yeah. We have 700,000 people came across in the last two months, and they're willing just to punt on that. You know, they put forward wow. a fake proposal. It wasn't any good. We shot it down. But that doesn't mean we're ready to give up on it. <laughs> Many of us want to fight. 32 of us out of 48. Three-fourths of us said we wanted to keep fighting. We want to actually fix the border before we ship 100 
billion dollars of our money overseas. I meet no one in Kentucky, no conservatives across yeah. the land that are for this. Yep. But the leadership of the Senate yep. under Mitch McConnell is more concerned with sending your money to Ukraine than they are with the invasion of the southern border. And I've had enough. I, I, oh, so I'm going we. to do everything in my power to slow down and stop this. And I told them they can vote when hell freezes over. Boom. Because, frankly, this isn't in the best interest of our country. The money has to be borrowed. We don't have a hundred billion sitting around. We borrow one point five trillion, and they're going to borrow another. We are thirty-five trillion dollars in debt, and these bleep holes are continuing this nonsense. This is abusive to you and me. This is an affront to you and me. And I got to tell you, I mean, I, I've never, I've never seen anything this blatant. To, to, to watch 750,000 people come across the southern border in January, many of them uh, military-age males alone from enemy countries like China, and these jackweeds try to make it permanent last week, and then they just eliminate border from the bill altogether just to, just to uh, you know, send our money overseas while we're freezing our arses off, can't afford anything over here. I mean, honestly. This is so let them eat cake liberalism. This is so let them eat cake of our federal government, both parties. People know it. Here's J.D. Vance talking about all the things that this Congress is willing to pass up in favor of giving money to people we don't give a crap about. Uh, we cannot let these... Oh, I wouldn't say. We give a crap about them. We just think that we're more important right now. Guys, in the interest of Ukraine, destroy our nominee, create a constant civil war within the Republican Party, depress our voters, all so that you guys can get $61 billion for Ukraine. So you talk about the fentanyl crisis, you talk about yeah. the southern border. Yeah. And yeah, people care, but it's not top of mind. There are some Republicans for whom Ukraine is the most important issue confronting the country. And I just say, even if you're pro-Ukraine funding, and obviously I'm not, don't we have 10 more important issues confronting yeah, this nation between the border problem, the yeah. debt problem? Mm -hmm. Why are we so obsessed with this? It is a fetish, Steve. And I can't pretend to understand it. Meanwhile, we have veterans who come home without limbs, without eyesight, without hearing, uh, without a, ability to even uh, function in a job. And they've got to go to a charity and beg for a house. Yeah. Ridiculous. Dennis in Maine. Hello, Dennis. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? How you doing? Glorious, bro. What's up? I just thinking that Mick saying that's the most important vote he could have that's because of all the bribes i mean the gifts of gratitude that he's going to get back <laughs> you got to kind of wonder that somebody's getting something out of this dennis somebody's getting yeah. something out of this yeah it certainly isn't the american people dennis i appreciate it man what do you do in maine by the way drive truck you drive a truck in maine well brother are you guys getting hit by that uh, that snowstorm that's coming up the east coast no, we're getting lucky enough to have it dumped on the beautiful uh, Boston. All right, bro. Well, thanks for uh, listening. I really appreciate you calling. I really, really do. Let's go to Roy in Baltimore. Hello, Roy. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up? Hello, hello there, Rob. Thank you for um, all the information you get out there. I am very, very happy to see that you're on the radio. Thank you. Are you there? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead and finish your thought. Well, anyway, uh, I'm calling in about the Ukraine, uh, about the bill for Ukraine, the money that's uh, supposed to be coming in or supposed to be given to Ukraine. Um, I'm an older person. I'm, I'm 70, but I, I do try to analyze things and be objective about things and not subjective. 
And a few facts as I pulled up about Ukraine was that uh, prior to 2021, they were really at one, 122, the most, they were really at 122 a corrupt country in the world at 180. When Solinsky took over, they became the second most corrupt, corrupt country in Europe. Uh, the second thing is, uh, Rob, <clears throat> the separatist region in Ukraine itself has always been a problem, you know, internally for Russia and Ukraine. And then the two reasons that Zelensky, uh, Putin kept asking Zelensky to get under control because so many people were dying, um, that that's an internal problem that's kind of, you know, kind of propagated some of the war. Um, I believe in 2014, over 5,000 Russian soldiers were killed in that area. And the third issue that I was looking objectively was that um, the uh, the articles that came out said bio labs or biomedical la- medical labs were in Ukraine, which Recently, U.S. came out and admitted to running, you know, Ukraine bio labs, which, once again, President Putin wasn't really happy with. Uh, the fourth thing is that um, the, uh, Zelensky, when he became president, because he didn't want, um, you know, different channels or different stations, and he, what he did is he basically made all, this, uh, all the uh, broadcasts in Ukraine actually uh, state, state-run, which kind of took away, uh, you know, the people's freedom there. Yeah, and, yeah, and the uh, elections. Got rid of those elections, too. Yeah, there was that. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then also he passed, you know, then he, then he passed the law, you know, banning any Russian-linked Orthodox churches from existing in Ukraine. Well, wait a minute. The Orthodox Russian churches, they don't believe in a lot of the LG. You know, LG, well, a lot of the, the, the gay and, and stuff like that. So that that was a tension moment in between, um, you know, Zelensky and Putin. Um, so anyway, and I think Putin. It's a struggle there is Putin's rather because of their Orthodox Christians. There, there's a little bit of. Um, you know, tension going on from the homosexuality. Well, Roy, what I, what, I, what I have to say, what I have to say is I don't care how you feel about Ukraine. If, if you support Ukraine, that is great. But I'm going to tell you right now, the need is greater in our country than sending all this yeah, money well, overseas. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Go ahead. That's the next fact I'm going to that I that I did research. And once again, wisdom is keeper of old age because as you get older, everything else wears out. So you have to you have to depend on your wisdom. But the other fact that I was researching is that in the United States, approximately somewhere around 300 people die of fentanyl overdose every day. Yeah. 22, 22 veterans are committing suicide every day. In the war torn country of Ukraine, the latest facts are 30 people are dying a day of war related problems. How is it that we're we have 22 veterans committing suicide and 300 people dying of fentanyl overdose. And we're not dealing with that, but yet 30 people are dying of the day of war-related deaths in Ukraine. And we're willing to sacrifice the fact or the, or the facts that our own country is falling apart. So Roy, I got you, bro. Bro, that was, that was very well said. I appreciate your phone call today. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I got none against Ukraine. We just got a lot more suffering going on right here we got to take care of. First, I did a 180 on the border bill. Jim Gossett, afraid that my career it was about to kill. As Mitch, my flip flop didn't work. Cause here's what the folks are saying. Ditch Mitch, cause he's a. It's too late for you, Mitch. It's too late. I was gonna say Rhino. You're backstabbing. We won't take it. We know in the end you aren't our friend. There's no need to try and fake it. 
<laughs> he took border security off the table. Yeah. Buckles it up to Schumer, tried to ram it through. Mm-hmm. Turned my back on MAGA, but what else is new? Yeah. Got caught with my pants down, cause this is what I keep hearing. It's too late for you, Mitch. It's too late. Your reversal, we just aren't buying. <laughs> We're sick of you, Mitch. You are through. Enough of your nonstop lying. It's too late. That is Jim Gass. I hear it. Yeah. It's too late. Go to his Patreon page and help him out. It is Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-A-O-N.com, Jim Gossett Comedy, if you want to help out a uh, brother who is a uh, conservative content creator and uh, and get updates every day from him about the parodies he does that we work together on on the show. Let's go to Gary in Kingsville on the Rob Carson Show. What's up, my friend? Hey, brother. Listen, we, 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 have, we are not an army for hire. That's, that's first and foremost that we have to get. I think the people are misinterpreting Trump's words. He maybe could have used better words in, in making his point. And so I'll, I'll make a suggestion as to what he could have and should have said. NATO, you're saying that his words were rather indelicate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He, yeah, go he should have said, if you're not willing to support a mutual defense pact, such as NATO, by paying your proper dues, why should anyone else, including the U.S., defend you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah and you, private uh, uh, I know, and, and we, we, we always, we are expected to be Superman. We, we are Superman. The United States is Superman. We're expected when somebody's crying out across the, uh, the world, we're expected to swoop in and save everybody and, and, and use all of our money to do it. And we are very benevolent and kind people. But honestly, when you've got this much suffering in our borders and, and our border being breached, I'm sorry the American people come first. All of that comes later. And I got to tell you, you you know that something is going on. Somebody's getting paid. Something is going on. If it isn't very clear to you at this point, the trillions of dollars spent on stupid green energy projects or, or the Inflation Reduction Act that didn't reduce inflation, in case you didn't notice the numbers this week. They're up from December. It, 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 is, it is a racket. We have the world's largest criminal enterprise, crime family, in charge of Washington, D.C. That's just it. And if you don't get it now after East Palestine and Lahaina, where no building has been done, by the way, if you don't get it with regard to the treatment of our veterans after coming home with profound injuries, then, then honestly, get the hell out of the way while we fix the country. Gary, what do you think? Yes, sir. We're trying to do that. I'm, I'm now a Moms for Liberty member, brother. And you, right. you know, can I, can, can I give a plug for their bull roast coming up here in Hartford County? Hell yeah. Go right ahead. Where is it? Hey, thank you. It's a February 24th at the Tower Restaurant in Bel Air, Maryland, right there on Main Street from 6 to 9. We're going to have pit beef, pit uh, ham, uh, oysters, chucked oysters. We're going to have all kinds of good food and, and drinks and a cash bar. And it'll only cost you about 65 bucks. It is money well spent. Go to momsforliberty.com, I think. And, and, okay, uh, momsforliberty.com. All right, well, you, Gary, I'm going to tell you right now, pit beef is Baltimore's gift of food. Baltimore has many gifts to food, but the pit beef sandwich is one of it, and it stands as a pillar in the life of my, my, in my cuisine life, the pit beef sandwich. All right, let's take a break. I've got some really good news on the other side of this break.
And then we're going to talk about uh, President Booby Pants and your phone call <laughs> at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. So George Santos' special election is underway. Voters to decide between uh, Democrat Tom Swosey and Republican Mazzy Pillip. I believe that's Mazzy. I've heard Mazzy, whatever, anyway. Uh, New York's third district seat vacated by, uh, by uh, you know, uh, George Santos. Um, and so that's happening today despite the weather in New York. So uh, if I were you and you live there, I would uh, do whatever you have to do to go out and vote for uh, Mazzy Pillip. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not all that familiar with her. Her personally, uh, she did a lot of rounds on uh, on talk radio yesterday and, and on the uh, networks. And uh, and she is a an immigrant. She is a uh, legal immigrant. She's an amazing person. What I've seen of her, and I believe she should replace George Santos to be a perfect a perfect replacement. Here's the good news. You ready for the good news, kids? It, it's not really that big big a deal, unless you know the Choco Taco is coming back. I know, I know, I know. So remember the Choco Taco? A lot of you don't even know. Choco Taco is this wonderful, uh, you know, this it's ice cream sandwich made with a, 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 a waffle cone shaped like a taco filled with ice cream covered with nuts and peanuts. And it's the best dang thing in the world. It's dipped in chocolate. And they got rid of it. They got rid of it. But Taco Bell is bringing it back. Taco Bell's Live Moss Live event on Friday. They are helping out Portland ice cream, uh, uh, behemoth salt and straw, bring back the Choco Taco. And this isn't a plug for Taco Bell. Okay, this is not what this is. I'm not being paid for this. I'm just saying the Choco Taco is a staple of my children's childhood, and it is a staple of my ice cream in the summer repertoire. The Choco Taco is back. The Choco Taco kicks serious, but makes me happy. Makes me happy. Uh, John, uh, Ron Johnson says Mitch McConnell took border security off the table for negotiations. Johnson stated that GOP minority leader Mitch McConnell breached his leadership in taking border security measures off the table after there were secret negotiations hidden from the Republican conference. This is their response to us saying last week that the uh, border security measure they said was a border security measure which just codified everything that's happening at the border and, and even paid for it with $20 billion to expedite more people coming to the country. And we pitched a fit. So what Mitch did, he just took border security completely out of it, even though it wasn't border security, and made it a slush fund. Yeah. Johnson said, when we entered this thing, McConnell, his type priority was funding for Ukraine, but public opinion and very strong political rhetoric that we uh, ought to serve our uh, own border before we spend $60 billion to secure Ukraine's was effective, and so McConnell finally switched. The, the Wisconsin Center continued saying McConnell was going to demand the border security is attached to uh, funding for Ukraine. Senator Lankford, who helped to negotiate with the Democrats on the border, he's from Oklahoma, his career's done, was told by McConnell that border security was not going to be an option in the bill. Even though it's your and my number one priority, it is the biggest issue facing American security. They took it off the table. Johnson said they just took it off the table, and, and that moment of leverage we had where we could have used Biden's desire for Ukraine funding to actually force him to use executive authority to secure the border has been lost. And that is why so many of us are speaking out against McConnell. It was such a breach of his leadership position. 
Senator Mike Lee, who stood on the Senate floor filibustering the bill on Saturday for hours, made similar points about McConnell's leadership in the spaces. Senator J.D. Vance focused on what he wrote about in the American Conservative called The Republican Plot Against Trump where he also said that the border deal, as envisioned by conservatives, was apparently never on the table. Your number one concern, your number one fear, the number one thing you want Congress to do, completely ignored, taken off the table by Mitch McConnell and 27 rhinos in the Senate. That should tell you all you need to know about the people in charge in Washington, D.C., both Democrats and Republicans. We'll talk about Joe Biden's declining mental and physical health and the denial of the mainstream media coming up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. All right, so coming up, we're going to talk about President uh, Joe Biden's mental uh, acuity and lack thereof. And the Democrats are beginning to uh, really, really worry, among other things. Your phone calls as well at 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Well.